We've got the, um, is the iPad, the, 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 no, but it's the glare in my eyes. Good, get on the road. Okay, I'm ready. Good morning. We're holding now Daf Yudam Aleph. I should say really Daf Tesam obeys the last line. Um, just before we start, a few important announcements. Number one, the raffle will be, the weekly raffle will be in Ritz Hashem Monday night, tomorrow night. In order to qualify for the raffle, In order to qualify for the raffle, um, you have to fill out the Google form. And based on how many blocks you learn is how many tickets you will receive in the raffle. Um, number two is, in Mitzvah Shem starting tonight, at 8.15, we're going to have the uh, nightly shear in the, in the DAF. And um, Mitzvah Shem will continue to be Matzliach. Okay, we're holding now, like I said, Tessam and Beis, the last line. So, we're discussing how Shimshon's parents, they were being told that uh, they're going to have a child, and uh, this child, you should not make sure he's a Nazir, and he should not have any um, wine, or he should not have a, any razor on himself. And then the Buzzard says, V'hu yachel, He's going to start saving the Yidin from the Plishtim. So this is where we're holding now. Omer, Rabbi Chanina, so he says like this. Omer, Rabbi Chanina, so he says, what does that mean? That Shimshon's parents were being told that the oath of Avimelech, who was the Melech Plishtim, was now being absolved, it's going to be negated. Dixiv, as it's written in Tishkerli, that when Avimelech made the Shvua with Avram, so he said to him, Avimelech said to him in Tishkerli, that you will not deal falsely with me, or with my son, or with my son's son. So if you remember the Pasuk in Bereshis, so he says, now, that Avimelech made Avram Avinu swear that he's not going to harm any of his children, his, children, his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren, that he's not going to touch the plishtim. So now what the Malach was telling, um, was telling Shimshon's parents is that Shvua now is huchal, is basically, Rashi says it's bottle. That why is it bottle? Because... Since the plishtim are not keeping up to their side of the deal, so therefore, al pi the Yidin don't have to keep up to their side of the deal. And this is what the Postum saying, it's brought down in the Cheshemish, that if two people make a, an agreement and one doesn't keep their side of the deal, the Allah is, we learn that the other person doesn't have to keep their side as well. Now, the Postum says, in regards to um, Shimshin, Postum says, in Shaftim, Vateled Ha'isha, Bain, that the child, the woman had a child, she called him Shimshin, it says, and the lad grew, and Hashem blessed him. So the Gemara says, 
with what did Hashem bless him? Whenever you say a lashon of bracha, it means that he got abundance of something. So the question is, with what was Shimshon blessed? Amr Yehuda Marav, so Yehuda Marav says, Sheberchu ba'amosay, that his aver was gebenched, was blessed. Amosay kibne adam, even though he was very large, he was a giant, his amo, his aver was regular. However, Rizare kinachal sheitef, his seed was overflowing like a river. Then the Pasuk says, uh, prior to Shimshin's uh, death, the Pasuk says, Vayikra Shimshin el Hashem, that this is the famous story when right before Shimshin was uh, about to, to kill himself with 3,000 plishtim. So um, Shimshin was locked in the, in the uh, stadium over there. And Vayikra Shimshin el Hashem, Shimshin called to Hashem, Vayemer Hashem aleikim, and he said, Hashem, God, Zachreni no, remember me, Bechaskeni no, and strengthen me, Acha Pamaze, only this one time, and you should also avenge, because the Plishtim, as we know, the Plishtim knocked out, they, they, um, they took out both of Shimshin's eyes. So what Shimshin was saying is for the, for the, to take Nikam on them, at least one of my eyes, as Rashi explains, that one of the eyes for the schar of knocking out one of the eyes, he deserved Elam Haba. And one of the eyes, he was asking that Hashem should take revenge for what the Plishtim did to me. So Omar Rav, Rav says, Omar Shimshin of Nagadish Baruch Hu, Shimshin said in front of the Eber Shtarazeh, master of the universe. Zecherli Esrim, or Esrim Ushtayim Shana, remember the 20 or 22 years that Sheshafati Es Yisrael, that I judge the Jewish people without receiving any reward. And I didn't even tell, as we know, we're going to learn that Shimshon was limp. He was limp in both of his feet. And he did not um, ask any of the Yidin. He didn't say to them, move my stick for me from one place to another place. So Shimshon was saying that I was honest and I was straight. And I, as the Mepharshim explained, that it says that... Uh, Sheikhat, bribery, the Marshal explains, Sheikhat, that Sheikhat makes a, a, a Sheifet, makes a dying blind. So Shimshon was worried, and he's telling the Rebbe that people could think that the fact that I'm blind now is because I took, uh, I took Sheikhat from as, as a Sheifet. So what does Shimshon say? That remember the 20 years or 22 years that I judged the Eden. And I did not even say to them, not even a bribery, but I didn't even ask one to move a stick from one place to another place. Other Mephoshim explain is that, uh, Shimshu was saying is that, uh, the Ebershter, you, Amelech is not allowed to marry Geiris. So he's telling the Ebershter that you would think that I have the din of Amelech. And since I have a din of Amelech, I was not allowed to marry Geiris. He should tell him that Amelech, everybody does their work for the Melech. And you should know that I did not conduct myself like a melech. I didn't even move a stick from one place to another place. <clears throat> okay, then the Pasuk says that when Shimshin's wife, uh, when Shimshin's uh, say father-in-law betrayed him and gave, Shimshin married a, a girl from Plishtim, and Shimshin then, his father-in-law, took his wife and let him marry another, another man. So the Pasuk says, Vayelach Shimshin, Shemshin went by and he caught 300 foxes. The Pasuk says he caught 300 foxes. 
Vayikach lapidim, vayifen zenev, el zonov, vayosim lapid, echad men shnei haznovis batovach. The Pasuk says that uh, he took 300 foxes, he took torches, and he turned tail to tail and put a torch in the midst between every two tails. And, he, and what he did was is he burnt down thousands and thousands of, uh, of uh, miles of property of the plishtim. So the Gemara asks, Maishna plishtim, sorry, Maishna shu'olim, what is different about foxes than any other, that, by any other animal that he chose dafke foxes to burn down the, the uh, field of the plishtim? So Omar Rabbi Abu Bar Nagdi, Omar Rabbi Bar Abba, he says, Omar Shimshon, Shimshon said, let the animal that goes in reverse when it tries to escape, most animals, when it escapes, it runs backwards and it flees. The fox, when it escapes, it goes backwards. So he said, let the animal which goes in reverse when it tries to escape, an exact punishment from Plishtim who renege on their oath that Avimelech swore to Avram. Like the Masha explains, he took the tails because the tails is like Mamish, the back of the back of the animals showing how the Plishtim don't even keep their word, don't even keep the oath that Avimelech, their king, swore to Avram Avinu. Tanya was talking about Raisa Omri of Shimon HaChosid. Shimon HaChosid said, Ben Ksef of Shal Shimon Shtayim Amahoya, that between the shoulders of Shimshin was 60 Amas. Shimshin was very, very tall based on this Raisa, and his, and his shoulders went from 60 Amas, which is like if you, each Amas is like four feet, so or six feet, each Amas is six feet. Could you imagine six times 60? <laughs> okay, a lot of Mephoshim say it's a Guzma, it's not shy for somebody to be so big and, and live. But he, was, he, had, he had tremendous strength. And uh, his shoulders were 60 amas wide. As the Pasuk says, It says that Shimshin, when Shimshin was in, he went to, the Pasuk says that he went to, um, he went to Aza. Over there, there was, uh, he was having relations with a Plishti woman. And um, the Plishti found out about it. And they said that this is going to be their chance now to kill Shimshin. So they didn't know exactly where Shimshin was. So they, uh, they locked the entire city. And they said in the morning when Shimshin wakes up, we're going to kill him. So the Pasuk says that Shimshin found out about this. Or Shimshin knew about this. And Shimshin woke up at Chatzia Laila. He slept till, uh, till half of the night. He woke up at midnight. The Pasuk says that... He grabbed hold of the doors at, of the gate of the city and the two posts and plucked them, bar, plucked them up, the bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders. And the, the Pasuk says that he carried them on top of the mountain that is before Hebron. Now, the, like the Mepharshim explains, it doesn't just say he carried. It says, Vayosem al He carried them on his, on his shoulders. Why does the Pasuk say that he carried them on the shoulders? So this indicates that the width of the gate of the city was equal to the width of Shimshin's shoulders. Miriam, we have a tradition that the Ein Dalsis Azo Chusis Mishishim Amma. We have a tradition that the doors at the gate of Azo were no less than 60 Ammas wide. So since it says that he carried the gates, he carried the doors of Azo, must be, if he's able to carry it on the shoulders, it must be that his shoulders were 60 Ammas wide. Now, with regards to Shimshin's capture, the Pusik says that. Um, that Shimshin, the Plishtim got a hold of him, the Pasuk says, and they took out his eyes, 
וירידו אייסי עזוסו ויעשו בנה חושתיים ויתכם בייס עשויים. The Pasuk says, the Plishtim got a hold of him and they put out his eyes and they brought him down to Gaza and they tied him up with brass and then the Pasuk says, ויתכם בייס עשויים and he was grinding in the prison house. So, ויאמר רבי יחלן, רבי יחלן says, the Pasuk says, doesn't say what he was grinding. Usually in Tanakh, if he's grinding, he's grinding kemach. The Pasuk doesn't say what he's grinding. He says, ויתכם בייס עשויים. Rebbechelen says, "Ain't chinah elosh naveda." That chinah means that he was doing an aveda. Rebbechelen Eimer, you have another pasuk that says, "Yiv titchan laachar ishti." Let my wife grind onto another man. Malamid. So this teaches us. Vayitechem bebeis asurim teaches us. Shkol echad veechad hevi laishta the beis asurim kideishet isabri menu. That all every woman uh, brought every man brought their wife to the prison in order that she should be. Impregnated by Shimshin, that she should have children from Shimshin. And like the Alchik explains, it doesn't mean Kipshutai that uh, Shimshin had, you know, it sounds like a very, Shimshin was a very uh, lewd person. And we know Shimshin was a tzaddik. It doesn't mean that Kipshutai, that the wives were brought to have relations to be impregnated by Shimshin, but rather they wanted to bring, like the Gemara says about Rabbi Echanan, like a tzaddik, they wanted to have a figure of somebody that they can imagine, Bashas and that they should have strong children. So they brought their wives to Shimshin. Amr of Papa, or Papa says, This is what people say, Before a wine drinker, bring wine. Before somebody who's like a gardener, somebody who's a gardener, bring like figs in front of him. So Shimshin, who married Plishtim woman, let's bring a Plishtim woman while he's in prison because that's what he's accustomed to. Now, another statement that Rabbi Yechlin says, Rabbi Yechlin, Rabbi Yechlin said, Call Hamizana, whoever commits adultery, Ishta Mizana Allah, his wife also commits adultery. Shinamar like it says, Imnifta Libi al Isha of Al Pesarea Arafti. The Pasik says in Iev, if my heart has been enticed onto a woman, and I have lain in wait at my neighbor's door. It says as well, let my wife grind into another man, and may strangers kneel over her. This is what people say. It says that the that the pumpkins are he is found amongst pumpkins, like a bigger pumpkin. And his wife has like zucchinis, smaller pumpkins. In other words, he's involved. She acts the same way that that, that he does. He's involved in his nus. So she she as well is also involved in his nus. Another thing Rabbi Yechon said, Rabbi Yechon says, Shimshin don as Yisrael kavim shabashamayim. Shimshin judged the Jewish people like the Eberster, like the Father in Heaven does. In other words, with complete justice. Shinemar, as the pasuk says, don yedin amay, don yedin amay keachad. That don shall judge his people as one. In other words, don, who was like Yaakov was saying, don Shimshin came from don. He was judging keachad like the Eberster, who is echad. Another thing, Shimshin is called by the name of the Eberster. Shimshin is, is, is one of the names. Shemesh is one of the names of Hashem. Like it says, Like it says, For Hashem is the sun and the shield. And the Gemara says, Based on that, if Shimshin is one of the Eberster's names, If Shimshin is one of the Eberster's names, so we know that Hashem's name is not a race. So based on that, Shimshin, you should not be able to erase Hashem, the, the Shimshin's name. 
So Ella, and what does Rabbi Echelon say? He says that Shvimshin al Shmaishal Akadish Baruchu Hu Nikra. Ella, rather, what Rabbi Echelon means to say is Me'en Shmaishal Akadish Baruchu. Not that it's Hashem's name, but he's like, it's a similar to Hashem's name. In other words, why is Shimshin similar to Hashem? That Ma'akadish Baruchu, Megan al Kolo Yelim Kulay, just like Hashem protects uh, the entire world, Av Shimshin Megan, Bederish al Yisrael, so to Shimshin in his generation protected over all of the Jewish people. Another thing Rabbi Yechanan said, Rabbi Yechanan, Bilam Chiger Beragle Akas Bilam, this is what I alluded to before, Bilam was, he was lame in one of his legs. As it says, that when he was riding on the Chamar, he was riding on a donkey, so we know the famous story that the Chamar uh, saw a Malach and didn't, uh, was crashing into the wall, didn't want to go straight. So the, and from that, Bilam, his, uh, one of his legs became, became uh, lame. He wasn't unable to walk. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, and he went limping. He was lame. He had a hard time walking in both of his legs. Shnemar, as it says, <coughs> it says that uh, that he's a, a snake, in the path, just like a snake walks on his belly, can't really walk. So shefifain is like a double expression of lame. Shefi is lashon yachid. Shefifain is lashon abim. And he was not able to walk with both of his legs. Okay. Tarah Rabbanon, we learned in Abraisa, Chamish and Ivro, Me'ain Dugma Shamayla. There were five individuals which were created with characteristics which were like Dugma of the Abishter. In other words, they exemplified and they uh, had tremendous milas in what Hashem gave them. And the Kulun Lokubahen. And they were all stricken that these characteristics that Hashem gave them worked against them. And he says, who were the five people? Shimshin B'Kaychei. Shimshin was glorified in his strength. Shol B'Tzavorei. Shol in his neck. Avsholim B'Tzavorei. Avsholim in his hair. Tzitkiah was, Hashem gave him beautiful ain of eyes. And Asa B'Ragdav. And the Gemara is going to learn out, they're going to explain, the Gemara is going to clarify each one. Shimshin B'Kaychei. Shimshin was stricken by his strength. It says that his strength went away from him. As uh, the Pasuk says that Delayla made him sleep upon her knees and she called for a man and he had seven locks of his head shaved off and she began to, to hurt him. And then the Pasuk says, His strength went from him. Shaul was struck in his neck. As it says, Shol, when the plishtim were running after Shol, and Shol did not want to be, be fallen in the hands of the plishtim, so the Pasuk says that Shol took a sword and fell upon it. So, uh, and as the Pasuk says, Rashi brings down that uh, famous Pasuk, and the Pasuk says, Rashi doesn't quote this, but that his neck, Shol was very tall, Shol HaMelech, and his neck was, was taller than everybody else. So he had an exemplified neck, and he was eventually, it, it, it was used against him. Now, Avshalem B'Sa'ari, Avshalem was stricken in his hair. So the Gemara says, as we will uh, explain soon. Now, Tzitkiah was struck in his eyes. Tzitkiah, as the Pasuk says, and put out the eyes of Tzitkiah. Okay, also Baraglav, also was stricken in his feet. As the Pasuk says, It says, but in the time of his old age, he was diseased in his feet. 
says, what happened? That what did he have? He had patagra. Patagra in English is gout. But he had, he had, he had terrible gout also in his feet. What is the circumstances of, like, what is gout? So Amalei tells them, This is like a needle inserted into a living flesh. So he asked them, So then the Gemara asked, How did he talk know what gout is? So the Gemara says, Some people say that he actually suffered from this condition. Other people say that he heard this from his teacher. And some people say that say that as we brought this pasuk, if you remember, and uh, believe of Gimel, of Dalit about Benazai, that the secrets of Hashem is with him, that fear him, and the pasuk says and his covenant to make them know it. Okay. For what reason was also punished with this? Punishment of gout by his feet. Because he made perform forced labor. Anagri is forced labor. And the king also made a proclamation onto Yehuda. And the Pasuk says, and Einaki, there was no one exempt. So the says, my Einaki. What does it mean there was no one exempt? Even a, a chassan from his chamber and a kala from her canopy, as we know, usually they're exempt from going to war the first year, Shana uh, also made everybody inside the Tamid HaChomen and even a chassan, right when they got married, he made them uh, part of this um, forced labor as well. Okay, now back to Shimshin. See, the Pasuk says in regards to Shimshin, Vayered Shimshin Timnasa. It says that Shimshin went down to Timna, and the Pasuk says, and he saw a woman in Timna, the daughters of the Plishtim. And then in another Pasuk, it says about Yehuda, It says, the Maestro of Yehuda and Tamar, and they told Tamar, Behold, your father in law is going up to Timna to shear the sheep. So the Chayra, where is Timna? How do you get up to Timna? Is Timna, do you have to go down to Timnasa? Or do you have to go up? Mashma Shimshin had to go down to get to Timna, Timnasa. And Yehuda, it's Mashma that he went up. So how do you get to Timna exactly? Timnasa. So Amr Belazar, Belazar says, Shimshin, what the Pasuk is saying is like this. Shimshin, Shin is Ganaba. Shimshin, who was disgraced in Timna. So Ksiv Beyirida, the Pasuk uses an expression of going down, descent. Yehuda, Shin is Alaba, Yehuda, who was elevated there, eventually, Ksiv Bey, Aliyah, so over there, the Pasuk uses an expression of um, ascent. That's one answer. Roshmo Bar Nachmeni says, There were two cities in Timna. There were two cities, sorry, there were two cities named Timna. One was reached when you descend into a valley, and one was reached by an ascent. Third answer, the Papa, the Papa says, there was one Timna. So there was one Timna, and it was located on the slope of a mountain. So when one came from this side, reached it by descent. And when one came from that side, then Aliyah reached an ascent. So going, for example, the Gemara presents examples of such cities. All these cities, wherever they are, 
So you could imagine it's on a slope, but when you come in one area, one way, you have to go down. Another way, you have to go up. Okay. Now, we mentioned Tamar. So now the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says that Vateshev Pesach Enayim, which means that she sat at the entrance of Enayim. The Pasuk says that... Um, It says, "Why you got the Tamar Lemar?" Okay, so I'm sorry. Pasuk says, "Vatoser bide almanosim alav atachas pasif at the salav vateshu pesach enoim." The pasuk says that when Tamar, as we know, Tamar was married to Yehuda's first Yehuda's first son, then he died, and the second son, and then he died, and then Yehuda wanted to push her off. For marrying, she thought she was a katlonis. So she wanted to push her, her off. He wanted to push her off for marrying the third son. So she, was, she had the status of a, of a, of a, Yav, of a Yavama. So Tamar, the Pusik says, she put, off her, so, so she put off her garments of her widowhood, covered herself with her veil, and wrapped herself. And the Pusik says, Vateshev, she, uh, she wanted to have children from Yehuda. So Vateshev, a Pesach Enayim, she sat at the entrance of Enayim. When the Pasuk says that she sat at the entrance of Enayim, what does that mean she sat at the entrance of Enayim? She, she went and sat at the entrance of the home of Avram Avinu. She went to Avram Avinu's tent. It was a place that all eyes hoped to see, to see, to see it. In other words, it was, a, it was a destination. So she was certain that Yehuda would pass there by Avram Avinu. So Pesach Enayim, what does it mean Pesach Enayim? It's Avram Avinu's tent, which all the eyes were over there. It was a, it was a destination uh, area. Rabchanan Amar Rav, Rabchanan says in the name of Rav, Makim Hu Shashmei Enayim, there's a place called Enayim. Echenu Oimer, so too you have this Pesach in Yeshea, the Pesach says, Tapuach Ve Ha'enam. Tapuach is a, is a place, and Enam is a place. Okay, right. Rabbi Shmuel Barachemini Omar, Rabbi Shmuel Barachemini says, that what does it mean? Pesach Enayim. She nosne inayim l'tvara. She provided her eyes for her statement. In other words, with her words, she provided an opening for Yehuda to basically solicit her. That's what it means. She pesach inayim that she, with her words, she provided an opening for Yehuda to solicit her. Shetava amar la. So when Yehuda solicited her to engage in relations, so the, he says that. <clears throat> Omar Allah, he said to her, maybe you are a, a, a Goya, you're a Gentile. So Omar Allah, she said to him, no, Giris, I am a Giris. So he said, okay, maybe you are a married woman. So Omar Allah, she said to him, Tamar said to Yehuda, I am an unmarried woman. So then Yehuda said, perhaps your father accepted Kiddushin for you. So Amalei, she said, Yusemani, I am an orphan. So then Yudha said, Shema Tmeat, maybe you are impure. Amalei, Tehidani, I am Tehidah. So that's what it means that Shinasne Naim, the Dvarel, that she provided an opening for Yehuda to basically to ask all these questions. Okay, and then the Pasik says, the Pasik says, famous Pasik, uh, the Gemara discusses about Avram Avinu's house. So it says, Vayita Eshel Bibirashava. And he planted an Eshel in Be'ershava. And the Pasuk says, Vayikra Sham B'Shem Kel Eilam. Right? Vayita Eshel Bibirashava. Vayikra Sham B'Shem Hashem Kel Eilam. So Amr Eshlokish says, Melamish Osa Pardis. This teaches us 
that Avram Avinu made an orchard by his house. And he had all kinds of sweet things. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi So the Gemara says, what does it mean, pardis? So there's a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemi what pardis means. Chadam or pundik, some people say, pardis, some people say it was an orchard. Chadam or pundik, it was an inn. So the Gemara says, Bishlam and Amadam or pardis, mele, if you say it's a orchard, hanidik sivayita, he planted. So the planting makes a lot of sense. But according to the, the opinion that holds, it was a in. What does it mean, vayita? What does it mean he planted? The Pasuk says, vayita apande. The Pasuk says, and he shall plant the tents of his place. So we see that, that uh, when it comes to tents and these things, you can also use the expression of planting. Okay. Fine. So um, okay, now the Pasuk says, vayikra sham b'shem Hashem kelaylam. It says that Avram Avinu, he called uh, Kael Eilam. Second, sorry. Let me get to the next block. Okay. Kumar says, Al Tikri Vayikra, Ella Vayakri. Don't say Vayikra that he called. Ella. It doesn't say, don't read the Vayikra that he called. But Ella Vayakri. That he made others call. Malama teaches us Shehikri Avram Avinu the Shmei Shalkalish Barakul the Peh Kol Eber Vashav that Avram Avinu made other people call whoever passed by. Kate said how so famous Gemara and Medrash it says that Achish Achlo B'Shasu after they ate and drank Amdu Levarchoi so they they got up and they came to bench Avram Avinu for all the good delicacies that he gave them. Amar Lehem so he said to him Bechi Mishaliyah Chaltem they he said to them Did you eat my food? Mishalakelam Chaltem you ate Hashem's food. And they praised uh, to actually to the Rebbein Shalom. And then, of course, the Chassidus brings down the famous Medrash that if they didn't want to uh, bless Hashem, then he forced them. He said, either you bless Hashem or we pay up. And there's many, many sikhas that Rebbe exactly what was the point of forcing a guy to, to do something that he didn't even really mean. Let's continue. Okay, the Gemara returns now to the Maisa of Yehuda and Tamar. The Pasuk says, Yehuda that Yehuda saw her and thought, saw, thought that she was a Zaina. Why? He kissed Sopanah because her face was covered. So the Gemara asks, because her face was covered, he thought or, that she was a Zaina. Your face being covered is something which is very, very good. Why would it? It's funny because she, her face was covered. That's why he thought she was a Zaina. Because she used to cover her face in her father-in-law's house, she was very tzniyas, and because of her tzniyas, uh, Yehuda didn't recognize her. Now that her veil was off, so uh, Yehuda did not know that it was really his daughter-in-law. He says, Any kala who is tzniyas in his, in her father-in-law's house, will be to have kings and nevi'im come out. Where do we know this from? Mitomer. From Tomer. From Tomer Sneas caused, in Yehuda's house, caused that eventually uh, Peretz, uh, Peretz and Zarach will come, uh, came from um, this unison and they were Malachim Nevi'im. Nevi'im, how do we know that Tomer had Nevi'im, Dixiv, Chazin, Yeshayo, Ben Omitz? And he was from the descendants. And Malachim, how do we know that Tomer had Malachim, kings, from David, David who came from Tomer? He says, We have a tradition. Amites, Amites. were brothers. 
Now the Gemara goes back to the Maisu with Tamar, that when Tamar, Yehuda thought that Tamar was Mizana, she was pregnant, and thought that, uh, that Tamar had relations with another man while she was a, uh, a Yavama. So it says that, uh, the Pasuk says that Yehuda wanted to, 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 to burn her. Then the Pasuk says, he mutzes. The Pasuk says that while she was, the Pasuk says that while she was being taken out, uh, she sent her for the Pasuk says she said that the that the the um, the thing in my hand are basically from from this person who owns these uh, these items. So I got pregnant. And she said, And she said that basically she was alluding to Yehuda that you were the one who impregnated me. So the says, he mutzes. Pasuk says he mutzes. It's mashma like, like, like she was taken out to be burned, so she sent uh, her father-in-law Yehuda this the, the the collateral. So the Gemara says the word mutzes is mashma is not so clear because you could say it's like malashin of finding. So the Gemara says he mitutzes me Should have said that mitutzes while she was being taken out. What's the lashon of mitzia? So Amr Abelazar says. It was the to, after the person uh, um, that this that the Simona belonged to. So what happened? That after she brought the 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 ring and the stick, and she was showing uh, Yehuda that this was your collateral for having relations with me. The Malach Samol came and basically distanced. The collateral away from her took the collateral away, not to shame Yehuda. So what happened? Well, Gavriel Kirvan. So Gavriel came and brought it back. So that's what the pasuk says. He says. This is a galoshna metzia that Tamar found her her objects that was lost that were that were lost from her. And Hainan Duksiv. This is what David Melech means to say. Lam elam That what does it mean that she was like a a, 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 a yoyna? A, a, a lame, a lame uh, dove. That when her simonim were taken away by the malach, she became like a, a dove, which is lame. She had nothing to say. She she became mute. She ended because she was going to bring these um, these items as a raya that it was from Yehuda. And now that it was taken away, she had nothing to justify herself. David Michtam. Then the pasuk says David Michtam. So the Gemara says, What does it mean, the David Michtam? That it's going on Tamar, who had David Amalek stand from her, who was Mach, which means he was humble, the Tom, and he was a Tamim. Bakayel for everything. Another explanation, Michtam. What does Michtam mean? That he was born with a bris. Which means that Shneila Shumal, he was born with a bris. Just like when he was younger, David Amelech made himself like small in front of people who were greater than him, to learn Taida. So too, when he was older, he was very, very humble to make himself uh, small in front of other people. So that's what it means. Michtam is a lashon of Tam Makoise. Okay. 
Then the pasuk says the gemara. The pasuk goes back to Tamar and it says, "Vehi shalchel chamel leimar." She sent this to her father-in-law, saying, From this lady, sorry, she said, From this man, I became impregnated. So the Gemara says, Why didn't she just tell Yehuda Beferish, instead of giving these, these uh, hints, and, and from, these, from this uh, man I was impregnated, from the person who owns this uh, collateral, why, she, why didn't she say clearly, that I became pregnant from you, and behold, here are your simanim. So the Gemara says a very famous thing. It's better for a person to put himself in a burning fire. Tamar was ready to, to sacrifice herself and to kill herself in a burning fire. And don't embarrass your friend publicly. Where do you know this from? From Tamar. Tamar was ready to not to save herself by telling her father-in-law that it's really you, then to embarrass Yehuda in public. So from here we see a very famous thing that it's better. Atesus asks if that's really true that you have to kill yourself not to embarrass somebody. So why is that not part of the? Of the dinim of Yarek Val Yaver. You know, there's three things that a person has to kill himself and not be over. Gilareish Shrikhazdamim and. And. and Gilareish Shrikhazdamim and. And Avedazara. And so, based on this, Nechlela Adam, Shiapalaz Atzma is the fourth one. Why is there no din of Yarek Val Yaver? So, Tesis says that only the. When it says Yarek Val Yaver, it means only things which are Mafurish and Tata. So clear din and teira, teira says clearly that these didn't have to be yarek val yaver. Things which are like the blushing of tesis, el avirs, that enim ufurashes pa teira, things which are not clear in teira. So then there's no din of, uh, that the Gemara doesn't mention. Other mafarshim say it doesn't mean kipshutai, it's just more of, uh, from the, from the, what a person should do, but there's no chiv of yarek val yaver over here. Okay, then she says to, uh, she, the Pasuk says, vatoimer hakir no, Please recognize the one who owns this chesemes and psilim v'amata. She said like this. When she said haker, she was saying that with the word haker, Yehuda told his father on the death of Yosef. He said, right? Haker, he said, when he brought the chesemes past him, he said, Do you, uh, could you please recognize this? And b'haker bisru. And with the words haker, he was told on his sin. A haker biser. With the word haker, Yehuda told his father, like it says, haker naksenes bin chayi. When Yehuda wanted to uh, mislead and misinform Yaakov about Yosef's sale, so what did he say? Haker, no, please recognize. Aksenes bin chayi, is this your son? And the Gemara says, bahaker bisuru. And with the word haker, he also was told about his sin. Like it says, haker no lemi achesemes fapsin elam. Okay, now the Gemara says, we said hakir no, ain't no, elaloshin bakasha. When the word uh, no means please. Amr lay and Tamar told Yehuda, I beg of you, hakir pene bayracha, recognize in front of your, in other words, don't, don't be too proud, baltalim necha mimeni, and don't, uh, in other words, that Tamar thought that Yehuda is not going to recognize this simonim. 
So she said, please uh, know, like the Masha explains, please know that Hashem knows the truth, and you should now recognize and stand up for the truth. And what did Yehuda say? The Pasuk says, Yehuda recognized this and said, Tzadka, she's right, Tamar, me many, she became pregnant for me. This is what Rabchanan. This is what Rabchanan uh, Barbizna said in the name of Rabshim Chasida. Yosef Shekida Shemayim Baseiser. Yosef, who was Mekadeshim Shemayim, quietly that she that he did not sin with Eishes Petifar Zochav Esivla Is Achas Mishmei Shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So he it was added one name of Hashem. Like it says, Edis Be Hoisav Shemay. Like it says, the pasuk says, Edis Be Hoisav Shemay Betzeisel Eretz Mitzrayim. So it says, Yosef with an extra hey. So he had it because he was Makadish, the Abishra's name, Besaiser, so Hashem gave him an extra letter of his name. Yehuda Shakim Shemaim Shakidah Shim Shemaim for Hesir, Yehuda was Makadashim Shemaim Barabim, Zakhab Nigra Kula al Shmeshadish Barakh. He was called, as we know, the Yudke Vavke is in Yehuda's name. Yehuda has Yudke Vavke. So Gemara says, Kivin Shahidavamar Tsatka Mimani, once Yehuda said the word Tsatka, Mimani, Yatsabaskov Amra. So Abbasco came out, a heavenly voice came out and said, Ati Tomer, you saved Tomer and her two children from the fire. Chayecha, I swear, I'm going to save three of your children eventually from fire. Mani, who were these? The famous story of Hanani, Mishal, Azariah, as we know, in the story over there that uh, they were thrown into the fiery pit. And what happened was is, uh, Nebuchadnezzar put them into like a fiery pit, and, uh, the, and over there the Navi says how he, he lit up the, the, the pit, it was so hot that it was like, uh, it was um, because they didn't want to bow down to the Avedizara, so they were thrown into a pit of a uh, very, very, very fiery pit, very hot pit, it was like, it was like obscenely, insanely hot, and nothing happened to them. Why didn't anything happen to them? Because of the schus that Yehuda did not allow, because of he was, said, and didn't allow Tamar and his children to burn, so was were saved. Now Yehuda said, so Gemara says, <coughs> how did Yehuda know that it was from him? Maybe Tamar had relations with other men. So Gemara says, Yatsu Basko, Omra Basko went out and said, Mimeni Yatsu Kvushim. That uh, that um, the 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 uh, heavenly voice came out and said uh, these words. Now, v'leyosav eiladaita. So it says that um, the words it says v'leyosav eiladaita. So Omar Shmuel Sava Chamud Rav Shmuel Bar Ami Mishmed Rav Shmuel Bar Ami Kivin Shiada once Yehuda knew that she made the Shem Shemayim Shuvle Pasuk. He did not um, go away from her. It says, So I learned, just like Yosef means it didn't stop, so to Yosef over here means that Yehuda continued to be married to her. Now the Gemara goes back on this whole idea of Midah Kenegad Midah. It says, Avshalim is go bis that Avshalim bragged about us here. That Avshalom, he rebelled with his hair. Shnei like it says of Avshalom, that Avshalom was the past success in Shmuel. That Avshalom was there was no nobody more handsome than Avshalom. And the pasuk says, "Mikafragle v'atkotkodelehayu by mum." He didn't have any blemish whatsoever. 
Ubegalchis, Loishivaya Mikit Yom Yom, he would shave his hair. As we know, Avshalom was another Ulam, and he would shave his hair once a year, Ashikalach, he galeh, he chobed the love of Gilchai, and the shokal sardeshim asaim shkalim beven amelech, his hair weighed two hundred shkalim. With the with the weight of the king. Okay, Tano, we learned in Abraisa, Evan Shanchit Fair Yvanchit Supreme Shaiklumba. The figure, therefore, the Pasuk says, Nitla Besori. He was hung because he bragged about his hair. He was hung with his hair. Shnei, like it says, Vayikra Avshalom lefnei Avdi David. And Avshalom was called before Avdi David. Avshalom reichem al aperet vayavi aperet takas soive chayela akdela vayechazek reishu ba'ela vayitim ben ha'shamayim ben ha'aretz vayaperet ha'shetachtuv over. The Pasuk says that when uh, Avshalom was riding on the donkey, so the donkey, his hair got stuck uh, when he was on the on the, on the parrot, they got stuck on the his hair got stuck on the tree, and then uh, what happened was a shakla safsuvara by the mifsike. He took a sword and he wanted to chop off his hair in order to to become untangled. At that time, he saw under him the grave. He saw the the, the gates of Gehenna open up, and he didn't want to go there, so he got stuck and he basically couldn't do anything. Then the Basak says, Vayirgaz Amelach Vayal Al Alias Ashar Vayef, that when David Amelach found out that Avshalom is what happened to his son Avshalom, so it says that he trembled, Vayal Alias Ashar, he went up to the to the to the top of the gate and he cried, he said like this, Bini Avshalom, Bini, Bini Avshalom, Miyitin Musi, Anitahtecha, I should have died in your place, Avshalom, Bini, Bini, Avshalom, Baat is Panov. Uh, and I'm sorry, the Melech wrapped his face. Now, if you count, how many times did he say it? Why did he say the words eight times? So the says, Shiva seven times to take Meshiva Madurigan and take out Avshalom from the seven gates of Gehenim. And the other one, the eighth time, Igid Amri the Karv Reish Lagabigu, for either to bring his head and his body back together, Igid Amri the Aisel Omudasi, or some people say to bring him to Oilam Habo. Okay, then the Basik says that Avshalom made a matzeva, he made a monument. Avshalom Lokach, it says Avshalom went, Ayatzev Lebechayev, and he made a monument for himself and his life. So the Gemara says, My Lokach, what does it mean he took? That he made a bad purchase. He made a bad purchase in trying to uh, to become the king. Okay, as matzavas asher be'emek hamelach, Omer of Chanina bar Papa. What does this mean? Be'etsa amuka shomalke shalolam. That the Eibushter was grazed on Davin hamelach because of the ma'isa b'tsheva that he was grazed that Avshalom should rebel against him. The Ksiv, like it says, he may make him alech or mi beisach. He ate some b'davrato emer. Yishalchem e'emik chevra. Omer of Chanina bar Papa. We find. That Amik means that the, the, the advice of the Tzadik should cover the and the Yodea Teda Kiger is Aracha. Okay, so we're going to do, I'm going to try something new now over here. Let's see, uh, just to do a quick chat of Dari Chazara. Just quickly, because so we have uh, just the black clear. Okay, we start off today with the Pasik of. That uh, Shimshon's mother was told, her parents were told, that he's going to start to save um, Klal Yisrael. So Rabbi Chanina said, what, is, what Yachal means is that the Shvua that Avram Avinu made with Avimelech, that's going to be now Batal. Um, then the Pasuk says, What does it mean 
that Hashem blessed um, Shimshin. So it says that he had, that his aver was a regular aver, but he had a lot of seed to make a lot of children. So Shimshin called Hashem and said, please this time uh, remember me and take avenge of one of my eyes. So what Shimshin was saying is that remember the 22, only 20 or 22 years that I, that I judged Klai Yisrael and I did not even take uh, anything. I didn't even ask Klai Yisrael to take a, a mako from one place to another place. And like we said it from the Marsha, that, uh, that, that taking bribes is uh, and he says that people will think that I took bribes and that's why my eyes are like this. So please um, take that rumor away. Then the Basak says that Shimshin got upset and he took Shalom. So the Gemara asks, why Shualim? She says, because just like Shualim, when they run away, they run backwards, so too, he was alluding to them that the Plishtim basically go back from their Shua. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa that Shimon Chazet said that the safe of the shoulders of Shimshin were 60 Amis wide. Like it says that Shimshin got up in the middle of the night and he took out the, uh, the doors, and we know the doors were 60 Amis. Then it says that Vayitechim Beis Asurim. That, that um, he was grinding in the base of Surin, Rebbe says, Tchina means Avera. Like it says, Titchanacher Ishti, that teaches us that every woman brought, that uh, brought, uh, every husband brought their wife to Shimshin to have children from him. And this is what it means that in front of a person who drinks wine, give them wine. In front of a person who, who brings, who eats, uh, a gardener who eats, uh, you know, gourds, give them gourds. And Shimshin, who was accustomed with women, uh, Plishti women, Bring him Plishti woman. Then Reichelin says anybody is Mazana uh, after against his wife, his wife also is Mazana. This is what it means that um, woman ha- the man has the big uh, the big uh, pumpkins and the woman has the small ones. Reichelin says that Shimshin was judged uh, the Yidin mamish like the Eberster. Reichelin Shimshin had the Eberster's name. Like it says, he Shemesh Umagan Hashem Alekim. And we see that Shemesh is Shimshin is Malashin Shemesh. The Gemara says, if so, you should not erase a Shemesh name. So the Gemara says, it doesn't mean Mamash Hashem's name, but Me'ena HaKadosh Baruch Just like Hashem protects the world, Shimshim protected his generation. Another thing, that Bilam was lame in one of his feet, and Shimshin was lame in both of his feet. Like it says, Five people, the Brisa says, were, had uh, tremendous milus over other people in, in this one thing. And they were all, it was used against them. Ukulun Lakubam Shimshin with his kayak, Shol with his, with his uh, neck, Avshalom with his hair, Tzitkyo with his eyes, and also with his, um, with his feet. Shimshin with his, with his strength, like it says, we also create all of Shimon, Shol, I'm sorry, with his neck, like it says that Shol took uh, the sword and, and put it in his neck, Avshalom with his hair, and Tzitkyo with his eyes, like it says, with any Tzitkyo Iver, he was blind, and also with his feet. Like we know, he had, like Rabbi Yudha said, Rabbi Yudha Marnav says that he had gout. Uh, what's gout? So he says, Kamachat Basar Achai, like an eagle going to live skin. How did he know this? The Gemara says a few answers. Either he heard it from his Ra, either he himself had it, he heard it from his Rebbe, or Shedah Shem Lidev of Risaladium. Dorash Rava, why was Asa, why did Asa get gout? Because he made Tamidah Chachamim work forced labor. And not only that, the Gemara says, Enoki, that he made even a Chos and Mechedah Bechalim Chupase work. And the Gemara brought a stira. One pasuk says, "Vayeres Shimshin Timna." So Shimshin went down from Timna, and then it says that Tamar went up to Timna so to see Yehuda. So, what is is Timna up or down? 
So Blazer says Shimshin, who was degraded over there, uses the lashon of Yerida. Yehuda, who was Nisal over there, uses the lashon of up. Shmuel Rachmani says there was really two timnois. One was down and one was up. There was two places called timno. One you had to go was Yerida. One was an Aliyah. Rapapa says it was really one place at one slope, but from one side you had to go up and one side you had to go down. And the Gemara brought a few examples of cities that are like this. Then the Basik says that she was sitting in Pesach Einayim. So Rabbi says, what does it mean by Pesach Einayim? It teaches us that she went to sit by the Pesach of Avram Avinu, that everyone is, is over there, and she hoped that Yehuda would see her. Rabbi Hanan says, Amr Rav says, it was a place called Einayim, but Tapuach Ve'enom. Shmuel Rachmini says that it means that, that she sat in a place, Pesach Einayim, that gave a Pesach for Yehuda to start speaking. When Yehuda saw her and wanted to have relations, he asked her, are you a Nochris, are you a Giyadis? And she said, no, 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 I'm not all these things. Then the Basik says, Rishlokish says it was a Pardis. That it was a, sorry, it was, yeah, it was a Pardis. So that, uh, that he made, a, that Avram Avinu planted a Pardis, and he planted all these mini Migodim. So Yehuda says, Yehuda and Nehemiah have an argument. One says it was an actual orchard, one says it was a inn. So the Bishlam and the Mandamur says it was a Pardis, that's what it means, he planted. But what does it mean that he planted a inn? So the Gemara says, I find an expression of planting also by hosting. Then it says, So he says, don't mean that he made call, but rather he made <coughs> others call. That um, anybody who passed by Avram Avinu, he made them call and best bench Hashem for giving them the food. And they benched Avram Avinu. So he said, I ate from, uh, I ate from you. <coughs> so he says, So Avram Avinu says, You ate my food, you ate Hashem's food. So the Gemara says, Then the Basak says that Yehuda saw her and thought that she was a Zaina. Why? Because she covered herself. So the Gemara says, because she covered herself, that's why she thought he was a Zaina. He thought that she was a Zaina. So Allah says that she really covered her face in her father-in-law's house. And Yehuda didn't recognize her because she was always covered. That any kala who's Tzunu of Ebeis Chamel in her father-in-law's house, a Zeichet to have Malachim and Nevim, and the Gemara brought Uriah from Chazen Yishayel, and he, she had David also, which was a, a Melech that stemmed from her. And the Gemara says, He mutzeis. The Gemara says, Why is he mutzeis? Malachim mutzeis. He mutzeis. So Amar Abelazar, that after she, uh, that uh, after she found the Simonim, Samol, the Malach came and, and pushed it away from her. Gavriel came back and brought it back. And this is what it means. Lan Matzer, Yenis Elam Rechaykim, the David Michtam, that when her Simona went away from her, she became like a dove which is mute. The David Michtam, that, and then David came out from her, who was Michtam, Mach, Vitam, or um, that, that he was Nailed Mal, or Michtam, that just like the Katnusay, he made himself small. The people who regretted him also when he was older and learning, he made himself small to, to other people. Then it says, So the Gemara says, Why not say it clearly? So he says, because famous thing, it's better to go into a fiery furnace than to jump and to go and embarrass somebody. And then we brought from Teisvis, why is that, that not one of the mitzvahs of Yarek Balyavros? He says, because it's not the finish in the Pasuk. And the Gemara says, what's the solution of Hakirna? So Rabbi Hanina says that with Hakir, with the word Hakir, he was mavasa to his father about Yasuf supposed uh, murder, and Bahakir he was told that it was really from him. Now, Noah is Lashon Bakasha. So she said, please, don't be proud uh, and, and, 
and, and, and, save, and save me from, uh, from this uh, burning. Now, what does it mean? Uh, the, then what does it say? Now, it says that Yesu was Mekadashim Shemaim so he only had one name, one letter added to his name of Hashem. It says, it is Behesu, the extra hey. Yehuda, who is Mekadashim Shemaim Fahesya, the whole name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, is in Yehuda. Now, once you said Tzadka Mimeni, Yatsa Baskon said that since you saved um, Tamar and his, her two children, Chayach, I promise that I'm going to save your three children of Mishol, um, Hanani, and Azariah. Tzadka Mimeni, so the Gemara says, how did Yehuda know that it was Taka from him? So the Gemara says it was a Baskel. So the Gemara says is that, what it means that, that he did not, um, he, he continued being married to her. So then we brought Avshalom bragged with us here. So the Gemara says, what does it mean he bragged? Since he bragged with us here, he was, um, so with his here, he also was married. Tana, Evan, Shanchi, Tveri, Banchi, Tzpur, Sheikh, Lamaya, they waited and it was 200, uh, 200 with Sheikh, Lamalach. And that's why, because he bragged about his here, that's why he was hung with his here. As we know that. Uh, he was, his hair was caught in the tree, and he saw Sheol Tachtis, he didn't want to go there, so he was basically stuck, and he could not, uh, he, could, he didn't want to cut off his hair to go there, and that's, and that's how he died. Tana de Beda Bishmol, we just said that, he cried, and the Gemara asked, why did he say eight times the word beneath? So the Gemara says, either seven times to take him from Madura Gehenna, and the eighth time to, um, to bring him, his head and his body together, or to bring him to Elam Habba. Then we said, So it says, what does it mean? Is that he made a bad purchase. Okay, we'll, we'll continue Mishra tonight from here. 8.15. Good?